ready? Welcome back to the Pussy Power Podcast. Yo. Yo. We are not in my room at my house. We are here with a whole bunch of black folks. Hello, how y'all? Hello, I'm your guest. I'm your host. This is our guest. Lord Jesus, let me get myself together. I'm your host, Day Day. That down there is Tidy Yeah, yeah. Today we have. Well, today we are in. We we kind of crash just a tad. Yeah. We're crashing the Wealthy Soul Tribe open mic here at Collab. I like that. We're going to do that at some point. So our special guest today, introduce yourself to our wonderful following of Pussy Power Podcast <laughs> listeners. Uh, I'm Tune Day T. Please say the T. He had a smooth ass voice, so I had to get my to, uh, yeah. My name is Derek Wealthy Soul. <laughs> yeah. So, for people who don't know, what is, what is the tribe? Like, that's just like the first question. What is the tribe? Um, the tribe is a social collective um, comprised of artists um, deriving from all different types of art forms. So, um, whether you're a visual artist, a singer, a dancer, a rapper, poet, painter, a stripper, yes, um, spoken word, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it is not limited to what the general scope thinks. Anybody can be part of tribe as long as you are living with a purpose. Amen. Okay. Oh, you, you, you tell us about oh. the tribe. So, uh, you know, it's Wealthy Soul Tribe. You know, tribe. it was founded in. Uh, 2009 when me and my brother decided that this is what we wanted to do with our lives was bring creatives together to create some better shit within the world you know what i'm saying and 10 years later we here you know what i'm saying two years in chicago though that's yeah, what we're doing two years in chicago that's right so where that's were you the, before chicago uh we were in the chicago land but we from new york New York. Invaders! I'm yeah. just kidding. No, 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 definitely not invaders. Definitely kidding. Not Our people's better. We come from the same cloth. You know, Chicago is pink. Yeah. You feel me? Like distant cousins. I feel you. So, uh, you two are also artists, correct? Yeah. Correct. Singers, rappers. Uh, I, I do it all. Man. You do yeah. it all? So, what is what was the first like thing that kind of bit you about music? Oh, music. Uh, well, I grew up in New York, so, you know, the mecca of, of hip-hop. You know, I got hit, bit by the hip-hop bug at a young age. Yeah. I got bit at a <laughs> by the hip-hop bug at a young age, and, you know, uh, music just took over at that point. It was like, what, five, six? Yeah. I, music been a part of my life my whole life. Yeah, kind of the same thing. I mean, we grew up in the same, like, you know, same environment in Coney Island. Like hip hop, yeah, hip hop was really just like um, just our through and through lifestyle, but not just limited to that. Like we're Nigerian, so the culture of music we grew up on is uh, obviously the gospel, um, Fuji music, Amen. which is the real, which is the original swag music. If y'all don't know, before anybody was as a fact, though, before anybody was rapping. Before, Hip hop was hip hop. It was like lyrical content. Fuji, Fuji was like the swag rap. Like, I got money, I got women. I'm living got, life. I'm living my life. Like, I'm, you know, I got cars, everything. It was Fuji rap. Um, 
which is which is why it's not an accident that Nigerian culture is so prevalent in the music industry right now, because it's always been around. It's just becoming more and more mainstream um, in America, in a sense, you know what I'm saying? Right. Globally, actually. So who pizzas is better? Like, I need to know. Oh, uh, come on. Who pizza better? Come on, nigga, you done had them both. What's up? Oh, Tell it. I ain't gonna lie. So, so I don't think it's the same thing. Like, that's not something that you compare out here. It's like y'all pizza, pizzas are uh, an entire Out here. <laughs> what you mean it's an entire Well, because we got our deep dish. It's the deep dish. It's like, oh, Well, that ain't the only pizza we got. We got dope ass pizza on it. I mean, that flatbread, let me not get on that. It's not, it's not well, first of all, the fact that you just not. Get, you it's just. Not, it's not you comparable just disrespected to the Italian, our man, the Italian pizza you get in there. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not the same thing. Y'all really don't have to compare it. It's, it's, New York is a port city. So we're getting we're getting the people from Ellis Island that are setting up shop that are like it's just it's just different. Like And we got Italians. What you mean we no, got no, no, Italians, Italians, Italians out there? Italians, without a doubt, but but New York again is you a see port. Jimmy. Here, you know here's, Jimmy. The, here's the thing though, here's the thing though, here's the thing, and this is truth. Um New York pizza is as close to Italian pizza yeah, as you're gonna get. Right, Chicago true. is American pizza. Thing, right. It's a different thing. Y'all really don't have to compare it. We love New York and we love Chicago. We definitely love Chicago. Yeah. Definitely love New York. So what's been the Tiny ready to fight, man. <laughs> what's been the like thing that you've had to adjust to the most as far as being in Chicago? Big adjustment. I think the the main adjustment uh, was just getting people to buy into our energy. It was weird, like we were we were considered we were considered too happy, too eccentric, too positive. Like why do why do these niggas want to help us? What is, what is their motives? Why 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 does this nigga want to give me a show when he not charging me? Why does why does he want to sit there and put me on a uh, on the stage and not ask for anything. It, I, I think that was like weird for us because we just grew up like raising each other, um, having a loving mom that gave us everything we wanted to need. But she she was also a mother to so many other kids. Like she was a mother to us and she took care of a lot of kids in the hood. So we as brothers and sisters, we, we really took to understanding. So the interactions so meant something. So you guys something. like family is kind of like- Exactly, so if I knew my brother wanted to rap, I'm not just gonna be like, yeah, get on the stage and rap. I'll be like, yo, man, if you're ready to get on the stage, just understand that this is cutthroat and make sure you're ready to bring what, you know, you're, you're, you're working towards something. Cause we're all still local. We're not famous at this point. So this is literally, like he likes to say, like Tune likes to say, a still sharp and still mentality. We're working with each other to make each other better. better. And I think, the one thing we had to adjust to was getting people to buy into our positivity. I'm explaining to you why, because niggas in Chicago don't trust nobody. Like, nobody. I don't trust nobody. We, we got that thin line of trust with me, us and our mamas. That's literally it. Other than that, we have been taught stranger danger to the highest level. Like, it's always been a predator in Chicago. So, of course, when you come in all cheesy, happy, hi, what's going on? How are you? We looking like, what's to this nigga? Like, no, but it's a good thing that you actually just persevered through being the nice guys and actually stayed being the nice guys. Because once you turn coat, that's when we're like, oh, I told you the niggas want to be trusted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, I don't know if you guys were on social media earlier today, but there's like a frenzy going on about this list. And since you both are creatives, I figured you had some opinions on this list. So, a list came out of the top 50 rappers of all time. Oh, goodness. Wow. I cannot honestly oh, say that it was a worthy list to even read out loud. But then, of course, you know, T.I. got on his Expeditiously podcast. <laughs> Shout out to the Expeditiously podcast. Expeditiously. I think that's how you said it. It's capital T.I. in the Expeditious part. So, I think that... And then he came out with a list of the uh, top 50 uh, Atlanta rappers. So I figured, I'm like, we in Chicago, but y'all from New York, you guys have two different lists to make <laughs> as far as the top 50. So I'm going to say top 10 rappers from Chicago. Oh, shit. Tiny thickums, tiny, tiny thickums. Tiny, yeah, that's, tiny thickums. That's, that's hard. Top 10 for Chicago. So I could have said top 50 and we'd be on all night, but I let it go. The number one Top rapper 10. to me from Chicago is Chief Keith. What? Yes. This is his list, ladies what? and gentlemen. What a tomato is that? It's Chief Keith. For our generation, let me let me sharpen that up. For our generation, like who else had a big impact on millennials and nineties kids other than Chief Keith? Uh, Kanye, Kanye, but Kanye is more, you know what I'm saying? My swag, right? And then one generation beginning a new generation. I'm talking about in our generation. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody had more influence or came out of Chicago harder than Chief Keith. So, all right, all right. The number bang one bang in our generation is Chief Keith. The bang bang nigga. The bang bang nigga. The nigga with the dreads that the everybody, that everybody loved to hate but hate the love. The nigga that never wear lotion. That nigga. Oh, he ashy, but he went from ashy to classy. He's still he ashy. That's an ashy rich nigga. That nigga still don't use lotion. I don't care. Hey, shout out, shout out, Chief Keith, man. Oh, no cap, Chief Keith definitely well, is. Well, speaking of Chicago rappers, today's G Herbo's birthday, so happy birthday to happy you. Happy birthday, Herb, man. Shout out 773 exclusive to Steve. Shout out Herb, man. You know what it is, family. 24, because uh, I don't, I actually went to high school and he was supposed to graduate with me, but that nigga did Chirac with Nikki and we never seen him since. <laughs> that nigga just left. I said, I understand. Go get rich, because I can't do it right now. I'm going to do it later. Be like that sometime. <laughs> what you Really? Why? Why should I rap was right? It was not nobody from Chicago in it. Right. Hers was in it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Was in it. What? Nah, she said hot sauce and ketchup. I lost it. I'm like, bitch, what? It's mild, bitch. It's mild. I don't know what you're talking about here. <laughs> what was the inspiration for your first song, uh, I was just laying the foundation for what I wanted to do with music. So my first song that I ever put out was called Big Dream. And I literally told everybody what I wanted to do with music and what I wanted to do with life. I literally laid it out. Y'all can that look it up on YouTube. amazing track. Yeah, y'all can look it up on YouTube to this day. Tune Day Team, Big Dream. Straight up, that's the first song I ever put out when I decided I wanted to do music. That's when I knew, it's a funny story about that. Like, my brother had been trying to, um, I had been, like, touring with this group that I was with in high school called WB, Ooh. and my brother had been trying to do music with mm -hmm. me, and I was just like, nah, you're not ready, bro. Like, he was trying to... Hey, there was there was a little bro on me. <laughs> no, no, for real, hey, but... Come on, little bro, though. <laughs> there was a little bro on me. Because, uh, only because, like, initially, I just, um, I, I thought he wanted to be in music for the wrong reasons, like, like... We did everything. Like if I played ball, he wanted to play ball, but he wanted to he wanted to know what I wasn't good at, so he could be excellent at it. So he had crazy 
crazy handles. Like he could cross anybody up because like my forte was just something else. But when he tried to get into music, I felt like again it was for like the the wrong reasons. I wanted him to love it, and he's he's such a uh, like a hyper intelligent person where it's like okay, like if you really gonna challenge me, I really wanna know everything. So I felt like he came through with the plan, and he released that first single, Big Dream. And when I heard it, and then he told me his plan about Wealthy Soul Tribe, I was like, damn, bro, you ready? Like I don't I don't even, I can't even remember what I was doing, but I was just like. You know what? That's what we have to go with. Like that that's what it is. But my first single I ever put out is called Love Drifts and it was uh an acid trip. So, yeah, I did some acid and I made Okay, some, little chance the rapper going on here. This nigga just got big dreams. You talking about, nah, I'm high. And I'm going to tell everybody about it. So I guess we can get into our non-music related topics now we all loosened up with everybody. So a woman caught her husband cheating while they were on a plane to Bali and they Damn. pretty much had to land That's savage, the plane because she was like... I rate at that point because why you do this on a plane I don't know but she get like you know the thumbprint on the phone she took his thumb while he was sleeping on the plane and, and oh, you know okay, okay, okay. ever so gently went through whatever she went through to find out the evidence and then she just lost her shit on the airplane so they had to land like halfway through the flight and couldn't even finish because they don't want that type of stuff going up in the air because apparently you know terrorist attacks anything can happen I just guarantee these were white people because black people wouldn't have got that far they would have got stun gunned on the fucking point. No, he she like she went through his phone while they were on the plane on vacation going somewhere. And then she went through his phone because he fell asleep. So she like, this is the perfect time to see if this nigga cheating. Why? I don't fucking know. So she went through his phone, found out he was cheating, so she just started smacking him and shit, doing what white people do when and they And attacking find. his ass. Like, and they, th- this is how close she was on the plane any fucking way. So I mean, just imagine that for a second. No, that's spirit. Spirit. <laughs> no, baby. Spirit, y'all lapse it. What most say y'all lapse it on no, spirit. Tiny Thickham's got two seats on spirit and shit. She got about two seats. It was like, ma'am, a, a woman with an ass your size has to buy two seats. Like, nigga, just pull the arm thing up and we just keep it going. This person ain't even that fat sitting next to me. Yeah. I went to uh, Molly and fucked somebody else. <laughs> I, I just feel like, why do you pick this as the time you want to go through your man's phone? Like, that's I the worst. do that motherfucker. It's just, all right, soon we land. <laughs> 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 she, she, gonna, she gonna come back hey. with some type of foreign disease. She ain't never heard of that. Got a bunch of niggas in Bali and shit. Oh, she, she said, I'm gonna give it to that nigga. Wow. Hey, you see, hey, it's not worse than the woman's story. Two piece. There's nothing worse than a woman scorned. You see this shit? Hold the biscuit. Hold the biscuit. No, I just, I don't, I would never go. That, like, that's the one time I'm not going to go through his, his phone. Like, we we on a plane. I'm assuming he paid for the ticket. I'm not even going to complain right now. I'm not going to do this. Now, if I think he cheating on me, like, anytime you think somebody cheating on you, nine times out of ten, and it's not nothing to get weird about, but you want to go to their phone while they sleep in front of all these people, knowing you either you gonna act a fool or you just gonna sit there and cry hey, to crazy. yourself. Because right. I wouldn't have said nothing right there because I don't like making a scene. I would have cried on the plane. Like, but but at that point, for her to do that in the in the air where there's literally no escape, she has to have like some type of mindset. Like 
I don't give a damn. I need to know right now. I don't give right a fuck. Now. What's going on? Oh, he's sleeping. So, Let me go through his phone. It had to be a lot going on. Just the the back. Y'all on y'all way to Bali. Can't too much be going on. Think about it. You no no no. Y'all think about it. International trips ain't less than a rack of ticket round trip. So if you're going to Bali, you spending cake. For you to disrupt that trip, the money don't mean shit to you at that point. Finding out if Buddy cheating on you was what's the most important thing. So who knows what was actually going going on with them. I'm just that like remind me of when uh, DJ Drama like we was talking about it like a couple podcast episodes back. Uh, DJ Drama, his girlfriend went online and like posted videos of like scratches and he bit her and all this crazy. Was it during sex or something? No, because the nigga obviously can't keep his hands to himself type shit. So she had a scratch mark, a bite mark. She was like, "Yeah, he did this to me, and and it, it wasn't the first time. It won't be the last time." And she recorded him. I'm like, "You still on vacation with this nigga?" <laughs> So you obviously ain't that upset. Like, what the fuck? You recorded, put it on Instagram. You ain't left this nigga. Y'all, I promise you, y'all slept in the same bed last night. Like, what the? What is that supposed to mean? If, if you, you money means something to some different people, I suppose. You got vacation deal. Vacation dick. <laughs> I don't want vacation dick to come with bite marks of like real like. Cause she, he bit the shit out of it. But like he almost broke took, skin. He broke yeah. skin. No, he broke skin. She had scratches. You know, Instagram bitches don't come dark skin, so they, you know, they they, they bruise easy. It's my point. Instagram bitches don't come dark skin. They don't. They don't. Unless they got the biggest ass and it always got oil in it in the picture. Come on. Everything oily in the motherfucker. Like, why are you so oily? What the fuck is going on? Every picture you look greasy. What the fuck is this? They want you to glide in there. Slide in. I'm not even finna do this. In the DM. <laughs> so uh, I'm guessing Derek, you were saying like uh, as far as Kanye goes, you kind of a fan. Yes, um, definitely. Uh, I don't know too many New York motherfuckers that's not a fan of Kanye. Uh, I know you guys appreciate Kanye, but eh. our and if you don't and, and if you don't, that it's sad. But um, our our appreciation for him supersedes. Supersedes the like the music and like you guys seeing him on a big scale because we knew who Kanye West was before like he was a superstar to the people in Chicago because he was working on some of Jay-Z's greatest albums mm-hmm. and he was getting those producer credits. So yes. even if we we didn't see his name mainstream, we knew who Kanye West was because it was like there was a transition from Jay-Z's like hip hop music, straight hip hop. To like 808s and samples And motherfuckers was like Who the fuck is on this beat And this is before Kanye West got his rock chain Before people knew his name Before his college dropout Before his mixtapes That weren't even out in this country Was out Back when he was um, still doing spoken word We in New York Like knew we, we knew who Kanye West was And if When the Black Album was out Really I felt like His it was about a matter of time before Kanye got put on to like becoming the superstar that he is right now. So I'm definitely Jay Z is my favorite rapper of all time. You from New York? And, but Kanye West is my sec- my second favorite rapper, which says a lot because I was a huge Lupe Fiasco fan. I'm saying. Facts. But Kanye well, we not talking about his musical genius. This nigga's just a little too supportive of Trump. I don't like it. I don't fucking like it. Because now he said that we should support Re- Trump and the Republicans because the Republicans are the ones who freed the slaves. 
So we should be just all arms for, for Donnie right now. I could like somebody's music and I could dislike their political views. So at the end of the day, Kanye West is a genius uh, when it Musically, comes to music. Absolutely. And his political views is his own. It, it doesn't it doesn't sway me from liking him or not. Not not to choose sides or anything, but that might be a historical fact. <laughs> Lincoln, who was a Republican, previously. Well, yeah, the uh, the Democrats back then, like they were all for keeping the motherfuckers where they was at. Yeah, like, so that's probably why he said that and felt like he could get away with it because it's a fact. I don't like nobody. They got more money than me. Well, I mean, that's the that's the idea of it. Uh, were you guys like a fan of Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Of course, hell yeah, of course. So you, uh, Will Smith is actually coming out with his own line of like Bel Air or uh, Fresh Prince. Of... His own line, nobody like making it like with the colors. Well, it said it said Will Smith is launching. So if, if Will Smith launching it, I'm gonna trust that it's Will Smith and Jada <laughs> and that goddamn table and all these people involved in that. But. I'm excited about the clothing line because, like, that type of 90s nostalgia I'll always be, like, into just because that was a really awesome time to be, like, even black. It was just fucking dope. Like, when you see all the shows that was coming out, Martin, Fresh Prince, Living Single. So, so do, do you mind how I, me asking you how, how old you are? How old I am? Yeah. You never asked a woman how old she is. That's cool. Be. We're on a Pussy Power podcast. Uh, uh, in your power. I, uh, excellent spin. Uh, Fuck you talking about cooking. I am twenty three. So you're twenty three. Yeah. Right, cool. So I'm, I'm a little bit older than you, and um, Just a wee bit. So Fresh Prince. Uh, I'm thirty one. So Fresh Prince. You must use lotion. Take care of myself. And the so, moisturizer. So, so <laughs> I use Shea moisturizer, right? Ew. Shout out to my Shea moisturizer plug, the ambassador of Shea moisturizer. But uh like the the relevance of um Will Smith to my generation like coincides with like Martin, um like you know Bert, the Bernie Mac show and all that stuff. Right. It's like it's living single definitely it's gonna for those are those shows, those black sitcoms that are gonna forever forever be relevant. Because we have we have a culture that we want people to see, and the thing about those shows is like they're so far ahead of their time that they're always teaching something to a different generation. You know, whether it's with the fashion that's attracting people to watch the shows, the um, the fact that there was a, a wealthy, a strong black family with the mom and dad and kids taking in. Uh, a, a, a child from like you know impoverished areas, whatever the case is, it just all tied it together. It literally ties into. Do you feel like we have shows like that now? No. So, um, if you think about it, right, The Fresh Prince was about a, a kid from the hood that moved to Bel Air, which is basically opposite sides of the world, right? So my my little cousin just introduced me to this show the other day. It's called uh, All American. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, I watched so it. So think about it. This I is like the, that show is like the realistic version of, of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. You know it is saying? realistic because they got not, real drama in that movie. It's not the comedy that you expect, but it's it's actually what happens when because me and him, we grew up in New York and we grew up in Brooklyn and we grew up in Coney Island, which is the hood, right? But we went to to school in Pesta with the Jewish and Italian kids, so we know exactly how important 
shows like the Fresh Prince of LA and All American was, you know what I'm saying? So I was watching All American the other day and I'm like, damn, this is a, a realistic version of the Fresh Prince of LA. This is important for people to see, you know what I'm saying? Because this shit is really happening. You do happening know they're the coming out with a Netflix version of the Fresh Prince. That's dope. Like That's a, dope. I think it's a movie or something like that. It might not be a series. I think it's a movie. But I seen the preview for it like maybe earlier this Wait, summer. You know, you know what that happened. There, there are a bunch of people we don't know. Okay, like, they're okay. brand new faces, which I feel like they have to do because you don't want to have a familiar face on somebody you know this whole time. You know what that happens a lot though, where, where a lot of kids go to um, school in a rich area, but they come from you know undeveloped areas or you know poor areas or whatever. Uh, is in Chicago. Think about it. Like a lot of kids leave their hood to go to like all of these prep schools, yeah. and college schools. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, that's a. We, I went to Hyde Park. Them. I didn't learn you know shit. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. For I, didn't, that. I didn't. I didn't go too far. See, you seem pretty intelligent. I know because I read while I was up. <laughs> Other people use the library to do things they ain't had no business. <laughs> I went to Lincoln Park. <laughs> right. See. Lincoln Park. Yeah. Yeah. So smart. I use my grandma's address. Tiny thick address. <laughs> How many motherfuckers actually use a real address to go to school? Oh damn, y'all must have had nice households. That is so nice that y'all grew up somewhere where they could actually learn those ways. So, uh, as you guys probably don't know, but as artists, uh, Lil Bibby, he's stepping down from the rapper role in his yeah. life and becoming an executive. Do you? Yeah, well, I mean, well, I mean, well, stepping down from the mic and stepping over to executive and really having the ear for everything that he has to have. I'm personally heartbroken by it because, like, I'm still waiting on free crack for. Excuse me. Um, I don't know how long I'm wait for it. I'm probably he's probably not gonna release it. It's probably just gonna be one of those things. He waits till he's 45 and just say, "Hey, fuck it, here you go." But. As artists, how does that impact you on moving on forward? So here's the thing about that, like in the rap game, right? We have a lot of rappers that say, I am not a rapper, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like they should clear away for the people that are fucking rappers. You feel me? If you're a rapper and you say you're a rapper, you should be rapping. If you say you're not a rapper, stop fucking rapping. You know what I'm saying? That's for one. For two, if this shit makes him happy to be on the executive side, like if this is what he want to do, we supporting that nigga. Like he's good at it. He brought brought up Juice, Juice World. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the highest paid come artist on. in the world. Right? Real shit. We need people that understand this side of the of the game on that side of the game. So shout out Lil Bibby, and we wish you well in your uh, new role as an exec. Definitely. Just to piggyback off of what my brother's saying, like we. We are artists, but um, as artists, because we really, we really want to be knowledgeable in all aspects of what we're doing and expansive, we can take a, a, a step aside from our artistry to focus on the business aspect. And I feel like in the last year, we've really focused on the business aspect, which has taken us into the ventures that we're going into now. And I don't think we could have done that if we were just focused on me, myself, and my music. I'm an artist, I'm cold as fuck, I need to put out content, I need to get people to uh, listen to me, uh, follow me, share my music, buy my music. That's all I wanna do. And that's all well and good, but if you're really trying to, to um, sustain yourself in this industry or have longevity, you have to look at your life and your career from a non-selfish, manner and take a step aside from your artistry and 
look around you, because there could be somebody around you that can, can be a world talent and catapult all your business ventures to a different level. I don't think that Baby looked at his career and didn't see the artists around him and was like, no, I'm not gonna give this guy a chance, even though I know he could be a world talent. If because said, I wanna, I want the light. It Bibby, makes no sense. If Bibby said, if Bibby said, I don't wanna rap, but fuck it, I'm already in it, so I'm gonna be the best rapper I could be. We will never have Juice World. Period. You see what I'm saying? Like, you don't know you wanna rap. You know your homie rap, and he nice at the shit, and you got the plugs and the shit that he need. Y'all work together and let's make fucking history. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what the tribe is all about. Bring them motherfuckers together to keep building. You and know wait, what I'm saying? And, and, most of, and most importantly, take care of the business aspect of it. So that you're not you're not just bringing somebody up and then somebody else is reaping the benefits of your hard work. You take care of the business aspect of it and the paperwork so that as this person is is climbing up, you get your ends off of the hard work you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is my homie, but that paperwork is the most important thing. You know what I mean? So we that's what it is. We artists, but you have to be you have to be working in parallel as a businessman as well. Oh, y'all so poetic. It's lovely. But we're gonna switch gears a little bit because since y'all both from New York and y'all are now living in Chicago, what's the difference in women? <laughs> Because I heard New York girls is like real, like what y'all call mad aggressive. Like I heard that, that was a word used previously. So, <laughs> look, look, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it 100, right? So, New York already is like a, a really prideful place, really uh, boastful, egotistical place already. And the men and then the women. You know what I'm saying? So you you'll 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 find some down to earth chicks in Chicago I mean in uh New York, you know what I'm saying? A lot of them is is really thorough and don't fuck around and, and they let you know, you feel me? They'll let you know. In, in Chicago, you meet the most down to earth women. I ain't gonna lie. Like no 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 no, it's a fact. Like even the the most beautiful or the most beautiful women in Chicago. Especially when it comes from the south side. Not, not that I'm. Hey, yo, 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 Look, in my experience, in my experience, hey, right? I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. I just want to tell my, I just want to tell my truth, Tiny. I just want to tell my truth. I just want to tell my truth. I understand you from the west side. This is in, in my experience. You feel me? You were just in my DM. It's a west side girl. Listen, this is, listen, listen, this is not, this is not Angela E. Gucci situation. You know what I mean? She is lying. She is lying. Show them the receipt. For the record. You know? she is lying. Show the record. For the record. For the record. Show the receipt. Hey, I'm real. But I agree. I agree. Yeah, that, that's, that's a lot more. You know what I'm saying? New, New York girls are a lot more, uh, eccentric. We eccentric, we just quiet, sort of. New York girls are very eccentric. The difference between New York girls and Chicago girls is I feel like Chicago girls are more down to earth. Yes, that's how. And down earth, you guys have like, like this more so, humble. It, no, yeah, it's, it's more, more humble. It's more about the southern feel. I think it's a I, I think that has something to do with it too. Because the more south you go, the more 
sweet the girls are. I'm not like, and I'm not talking about. Seventies, fucking I'm just me. I'm sorry. Oh, I was talking about South as in America. Oh, I thought you were talking about. Oh, yeah, not South as in the city, but like pussy power, pussy power podcast. When you go south, listen. I guess I guess it's true. Get real sweet on your ass. Called pineapples. I'm just playing. Maybe. Yo. Oh shit, damn. Y'all done turned that into something else. No. I what? just caught on. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've had, like, I've met guys from New York, so the one difference I can say is that, like, they, y'all, y'all do feel like y'all, like, real important around this motherfucker. Like, the, it's not, it's nothing humble about it. Y'all, cool. But the humble shit is out the window. They like, yo, I'm, I'm important. Like, what you mean? Like, I, I'm from New York. Da, 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 da. I'm your son, your son. You wildin'. Like, what's going on? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. I really just have to address this because there's this huge elephant in the room. And um, so I have... Have I gained that much weight there? Well, no, 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 no. Pussy power, pussy power. No, sorry. Um, pussy power, pussy power. So huge elephant. I'm, I'm not huge now, mother. Um... <laughs> But I haven't seen Tiny for a minute, and like she, she's been telling me she's been in jail. Like, are we just not gonna? Are we gonna ignore that? Like, what's going okay, on? Okay, so for those like, of us who follow on? the Pussy Power podcast, Tiny was just recently under uh, some charges. <laughs> Shit, free Tiny, oh, yeah. free Tiny. Yeah. JT just got out. JT got out there to free my bitch. Back home. I really fuck with y'all. I really fuck with y'all. Real quick. I just got out. Hey, See what happened, bro? What the fuck? I just got out. I went to jail for fighting the police officer. Damn! Tell us a story, please. Okay, I gotta ask one question. Were you drunk? Huh? Were you drunk, motherfucker? Yeah, but same time. You doing real meth head shit all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't like it. Y'all, that was real drunk shit. First of all, I ain't know I was drunk. I felt normal. You meth felt meth shit though. I felt normal. Nah, they, they just go and fight the police. They fuck. I, I fought the police and shit. The little motherfucker got my motherfucking face, right? I said, yeah, I'm a motherfucking face. So I stole off the motherfucker, right? And stole Who, off. Why, man, why I walk the motherfucker? Was it right? the state troopers or the city police? It was all. It was everybody. What so, you? Oh, <laughs> this bitch fought a whole police force by herself. FBI, CIA. Y'all see no scratches. This is how Chicago people tell a story. Tell us what you did to the cop again. Whoop, whap, bam. We we glad that you here, you free, cause yes, you know. I got court in November 15, y'all show up with my face on just like this. Y'all make sure you get out. Free JT. <laughs> so I, I, I She's actually out of jail now. She's free as fuck. Yeah. I want everybody with her. So 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 did you record the first day out? Oh, uh, no, not y'all. We'll do it she tonight. spent a day uh, in there, motherfucker, to have a first day out. Oh, what the fuck? Did. First hour out? Oh, <laughs> I want to hear that. I want to hear it. Her first oh, hour yeah. out? Like, okay. I was in there for a couple hours. <laughs> they made you take your shoes off, bitch. Yep, I took my shoe strings out there. Ah! I was on Jenna's nine, four, nine, six. I went there for real. Damn. I was presidential. Did you have nice roommates? And I have my own cell. I said, give me by myself because I'm famous. <laughs> so that's what they did or whatever. 
She institutionalized y'all. Don't do it. She don't know how to live on the outside no more. No, I don't. I was, this today was my first time on the train after the year they took my punk car too, so I'm a real gangster. All right, my name is T. Damn, your car still locked up? Yep. I'm a stripper. Who's that? I'm a stripper. We need a GoFundMe for Tiny's car. I'm a stripper too. Um, I'm just letting y'all know the crap. Y'all got to be the most. Pussy dog. Pussy dog. So we're going to turn the mics over to you guys, seeing as that you guys are very inquisitive men. So you get to ask me a tiny question. Ooh. I think I kind of asked Tiny my question about... <laughs> about the yeah. elephant in the room. Yeah. So How'd y'all come together? Uh, you, you, okay. Well, we met through another comic, and then we went to uh, open mic at Riddles that first night I met you. Yeah, really. So we went to open mic and riddles. It was lit. We both we all killed the stage. It was we were originally the Chicago Princesses of Comedy, but we yeah. were only a group for one night only. Yeah. Cause all hell broke loose after the show was over. Niggas ain't get paid, so apparently some shit just happened. Wow. Yeah. I know this story. Carlin knows the story. So all hell broke loose, and we was only Chicago Princesses of Comedy for one night. And uh, me and Tiny were crossfaded in the car when we came up with the concept of the Pussy Power Podcast Show. And because we were talking about pussy for God knows what reason, these, this is the topic we always we, we slide on that topic a lot. And it's time to Hey, pussy, yo, pussy power. Oh, your pussy powerful. Yes, uh, yep. Pussy Most powerful thing on the planet. Y'all should have a podcast called Pussy. The Pussy Power Podcast. That should sound crazy. The next week they come back, we doing a Pussy Power Podcast. So I'm like, yeah. we've been together ever since, and I love her so much. Oh, the baby just came here. What baby? Uh, <laughs> no, that's a baby. That's not the baby. Oh, uh, yeah. Make sure y'all see see. Somebody left my cousin. He got the same face as me. Yeah, that's my cousin. Yeah, that's my cousin. Any more questions for me and Miss Tiny? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got some spicy questions. Oh, shit. Got some spicy questions. First of all. So, um, no, actually, this is real serious. As women in the, as women in the industry, um, especially in the comic world, what, um, what one hurt, like, what hurdles do you ladies face? With the men um, in the in the industry. Go ahead, T Y T I N Y. Everybody wanna fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that. Me too. Yeah, everybody wanna fuck. It's like it's like either everybody wanna fuck or they wanna like be the one that discovered you. Like they wanna be the one to be like, yeah, I put her on. I was woo. Like I get everybody motherfucking fantasy. I I don't talk shit. I'm a shit talker. I should be a motherfucking sex operator. I would tell you what the fuck uh, I'm all for that because we need uh, funding on this show. Yeah. We so we don't have to crash wow. nigga shit no more. <laughs> um, how we go, Rich? It's like, it is what it is. Like, motherfuckers know when you're about to shit or if you're not. They know when you're serious and, like, yeah. when you really just bullshit. I'm, I'm really afraid to take surprise. I'll play with everybody up in this motherfucking room. <laughs> And not give you a lick of pussy. I just want y'all to know, don't get excited. She, she just like making dicks twitch. That's her personal pastime. Pussy power. Pussy power. Pussy power. Hey, she used, she used to send me the hotel she was at. She 
But like when you when like women like flirt with you and all that other stuff. So as a man, I know like it probably isn't weird, but it's like when to the magnitude of how women go crazy. How do you how do y'all like actually deal with that? That shit new to me. I was ugly growing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh child, I just grew my edges back. That's this thing. <laughs> <laughs> So Y'all um, used to pick on him. No, nah, we never picked on him. I had a skinny ass body and a big ass head. I look like a lollipop. <laughs> it was terrible, man. And I was black as hell. <laughs> oh, well, that ain't. You hear the pain in my voice. Oh, well, that ain't going nowhere. <laughs> it was hard. It was hard. I remember. It was hard out there. You bro. too, um, I think, um, I think, I think just like growing up, you get used to it, but like, as you start like really working, especially in the industry, you got to just watch your connections with individuals, especially, uh, socially. Nowadays, you can't, uh, hug somebody more than two seconds because if too many people see that, like, Me too. no, your like, PR should teach you, like, like once you get a PR, they'll tell you how yeah. to hug people. Yeah, like, they'll know, tell you, like, keep your arm up. So, and keep the other hand behind don't, your back. Don't don't don't, don't grab no waist or nothing. Yeah, don't take it the wrong way if you get a side hug from me. I like somebody and I'm not trying to like hug y'all too long and shit, you know what I mean? So No, um, you're not trying to die is, is what you're saying. Okay, I'm just, I got you. I'm just trying I'm just trying to make Niggas sure Niggas not like, trying to get shot. I'm All just right. I'm just trying to make sure motherfuckers know like and you're respecting like, your the, boundary. They give me the church hug. Because I mean I'm just saying, like you really you really do have to um you really do have to just like watch how your interactions are um because some people just don't have like you know genuine intentions their energy not even not that right. some people misread shit like yeah. real deep their energy is not right they i gave a nigga two shit. hugs and then the third time and i said i'm carrying i was supposed to hug him every time i'm you like what the fuck no the third time hug, you hug him he kissing you on your neck and shit because you not gave him a five second hug like oh how you doing i didn't that? ask for that you know what i'm saying <laughs> I didn't ask for that. Me too. Talking about me too. Nigga, bye. The chances of somebody me too and you. What? Whoa. Okay. Are exponential. Okay. First of all, these women out here be wilding. Wilding. Well, you men don't like, help. I'm, I'm just saying. Y'all don't I'm help. Just, I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You can't you can't drop it's off good dick and expect us not to be crazy. Come on now. We're gonna be crazy. A little bit, not a lot, but a little bit, just a little bit. Come on, Zay. I actually do the hit. Leave, So, oh, that was good. I'm glad to know it's good. I can move on now. Leave me the fuck alone. You got the pussy. You ever had a girl like just get up and like leave unexpectedly? You like, damn, she actually just got up and left. No. No. That's how you know it's good, sir. That's how you know it's good. Because if they don't just get up and leave and volunteer their Uber services, that means they actually want to stick around for a couple of hours around this bar. Shit. <laughs> nah, they ain't say I'm finna call my Uber or if you don't see that bitch grab for her shoes or nothing. Yeah. Look, I ain't even gonna lie. When I'm about to nut, I'm hitting the Uber. Because <laughs> they come in like three minutes any fucking way. So they gonna be there by the time you get dressed. Oh, Lord. I'm like this. <laughs> Request Uber. What? What's this address? I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Lighten up. I'm playing. I'm playing. He playing, but he's serious. Um, I said he's serious as fuck. Cause 
Because if somebody got to ask you, so what you finna do, it went too fucking far. If I got to look at you like, uh, so. I got to put on clothes and pretend like I'm leaving my house for you to get the fuck out? That's sad. That's sad. You know the fuck I got to pretend to leave my shit? Why I got to lie to you? Like, yeah, all right. They finna come pick me up right now. They told what? That's how you know they want to stick around. What time they coming to get you? Now, motherfucker. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. See, I'm too nice. I'm just going to lie. I'm not nice. I'm going to lie about it. I'm going to ask, get out. You done. Got that jail pussy. Let me know when you're Got that Remy Ma. It's been locked down for years. Pussy power. It's the most powerful thing on the planet, I think. Because that's where we all once arose from. Who remember that song? What? Power of the P U S S Y. Reason not a lot of things and that. I do not remember the song, but now I'm gonna look it up and sing it every morning. Y'all like real hip hop heads? Like I said, I grew up in New York. That's Jay Z and Ludacris. Okay. Yeah. All right. Y'all have y'all had hip hop. We had comment. All right. Cool. I just put y'all on. Y'all had footwork and mouth sauce. It's okay. And that was enough for us. I feel oh like God, that's you just get to the west side and, that's and get a little. Y'all remember when? Y'all remember? Y'all remember when they put the? Y'all remember when they put the footwork on MTV? Yo, I don't know. Like, this, no, hold on, let me let me kind of like um, comment on that. Like, yo, I, I don't I don't know what it is with this like separation factor in Chicago, but it makes no sense to me. Like, there's so many dope ass people on the east side of Chicago. Like, to to hear somebody who's lived on. This, uh, lived in the South Side their whole life. Tell me they never, they, they don't go or party on the West Side or whatever. Oh, I party on the West Side. I just or, get over. They don't have no friends over there, or they they never been downtown. It's like it baffles me because the city is so small. Like you can know it's small, how, but it's big. It's small, but it's big. Like there's no way you can't go to the Northwest, South, and East Side like all in a day. Like for real. And you so can, many, just don't kick it with so motherfuckers many, and get high. There's so many artists that create, but you, you have to kick it with motherfuckers. So no, I'm saying you kick with motherfuckers and get high, you're going to stay where you at. Like, this is my point. Okay. I, just, I went on the north side, thought I was going to come back home. I stayed there till 5 in the morning. It's my point. <laughs> they like to the party out there, motherfuckers. For like, real? <laughs> Old time, she was off the molly. <laughs> Old time, it was ecstasy. Stop trying yeah, to know my life. Uh, okay. You don't know my life. You don't know. So you hey. sing and rap, and do you sing as well, or you just yeah, rap? Yeah, I, I sing when I want to. Talk about I sing when I want to. Talk about in the shower. He be losing in the shower, man. I, I do whatever I want. You so have you actually like produced a song where you like sung or? Yes. Yeah. And how was that for as an experience? It was, it was good. I got some of the demos I played tonight. You know, we at the at the Wealthy Soul Tribe, Soul Tribe, Open Mic. You know what I'm saying? So we gonna hear some of the songs that you wanna hear me singing and shit like that. You guys have actually a lot of artists like under the collective umbrella and like really good ass music. Like, cause usually when you hear like, oh yeah, my homie got a song, it'd be bad. It just be going downhill from the intro. But like. <laughs> <laughs> I you done had that one friend that just no no. Put it put it like this: we we really we really um we we really as a collective ingratiated ourselves with the artists of the city in here, so we can't sit there and be challenging the artists of the city and 
we're garbage as artists. It doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you respect my opinion? Why would you respect my stage? Why would you respect my voice if I can't even match your energy? If I can't uh, match music that is gonna challenge you, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you know, we're, we're working our asses off to pump out content. We wanna surround ourselves with individuals like that. In order for the individuals to respect us, we have to, Yeah, you know? so the whole purpose of, of the tribe, you know what I'm saying? And this is one of our sayings, is still sharp and still. So we only trying to surround ourselves with artists that are as good or better than us so that we can all get better collectively, you know what I'm saying? And that's why most of our friends that are in tribe, when they play their music, it doesn't go downhill from the intro. Yeah. We let we we letting we letting people know. Yeah. I'm not about to have I'm not about to be on a song with my guy and it's garbage. If it take a year for it to come out for it to be complete, that's what it's gonna be because I'm on it and I know I'm a I'm gonna go crazy and you have to as well. And and no you you just really have to take interest. So many people just be like, yeah, I got a cold verse though the song is whack. It's like why would you even put waste the verse? Like why would you waste your energy? Right. Put out content that is gonna get people listening to your your music continuously, and then like he said, surround yourself with individuals that are gonna challenge you. Like damn, this nigga just he snapped. I need to go back and evolve. I need to fine tune some stuff. You know what I mean? Hey, shout out to Tribe, man. Tribe. So y'all not gonna do what Lil Wayne did with Young Money, cause we all know that didn't make it. I think Young Money was one of the greatest label, labels ever. It's a, the label, but I'm saying that first album of niggas. Oh, oh, oh no, 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 no. That, that shit was nice too. She tripping. She not tripping. I'm about to say what the like fuck? four songs, my brother. Oh, no. Like four, like four songs. Because like right. some of those artists were just not. They didn't what, withstand what the that test shit, of time. That Roger Dodger shit. That shit was hot. Roger. Roger that. Yeah. Well, that's because that was Tiger, <laughs> Nicki, and Lil Wayne. But there was other artists. There was Chanel. That was there was gutter gutter and a whole bunch of other niggas we don't even think about no more. Yeah. So exactly. my point is. The artists that are actually built to make it and built to actually have a career in this shit. Hey, hey, look at what Young Money did. They took even the most basic of rappers and made them nice. Like Gutter Gutter. Tiger? <laughs> <laughs> look, now nah, for real. Is he really though, like, the best he could be? I mean, they, I feel like they're better than they would have been after Young Money than they would have been on their own. Okay. And so that's what makes so Young Money so, so great. Makes sense. Still sharper, still, you know what I'm saying? Would Nikki be Nikki without Young Money? I'm, I'm asking you a question. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not making a Nikki statement. Nikki wouldn't be Nikki. Oh, y'all bars be cool. Right, because I was gonna be like, uh, what? No, what happened, Nikki? What? What about my queen? I'm really queen? asking a question. I'm not. I'm not posing a statement. Well, I feel like everybody needed that. Like Waka Flocka wouldn't be the same without Gucci. That's what I'm so saying. So it it, it it fits that she came but, in under Young Money trying to be. Listen, that that was the right environment for Waka. Yep. Uh, Nikki was in a, a different uh, setting before she got to Young Money. She, yeah, she, she was she right. Yeah, she was pretty I, much. I'm not sure who yeah, she was she with, but I know she had another deal with some, with some nigga from Queens, too, even before they even got to Atlanta. And she didn't bust how she was supposed to bust until she got around, you know what I'm saying, a, a bunch like of other star niggas. people that can push her to be the greatest that she could be in now. We have Nick Minaj, so that's what we're trying to do. Over so, here. from uh, a New York native, I know like you must be 
extremely proud because like every time you turn on your TV or your radio or anywhere, like she's there. So how do you feel like that impacts the next generation of female rappers? Uh, to be honest, I think Nikki just opened up the floodgates like a Pandora's box for rappers. Definitely. For female rappers at that. Not, you don't think so? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of shit I don't think I'd be saying if she wasn't here. So. I don't think a lot of these females would be rapping how they rapping if Nikki ain't come through and do, uh, did what she did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. Lauren, Lauren, Lauren Hill, Hill was is a unicorn. Yeah. Like, she's a unicorn. She's her had the same and Erica album for, Badu are for, but she's had the same album for like twenty years. Like, um, so we can't. We're never gonna have another Lauren Hill. Sorry, like we need one, but it's like it's gonna be another unicorn situation. But like Lauren Hill's music can still be played in the mix of any music today. So as much as it will be good to have another Lauren Hill. We're never gonna have one. As long as her music is going to be able to, like, older music fades. Like, if it fades, it doesn't. It doesn't ever cease to exist, but it fades. It's like put on a back burner. So someone has to either sample it, bring it back out in a way, clean it up, and remake it. Everything J Cole said in Middle Child, basically. Her, mu- her <laughs> music can be played in the mix of whatever artist you can think of today. And 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 it, and it'll still hold true to what it is, you know what I'm saying? So definitely, she's just a once in a, a, a lifetime artist. Absolutely, we have unfortunately reached the very end to the Pussy Power Podcast. Um, I've had a great time. I'm gonna uh, drink can, a little bit, smoke a little bit. They finna turn these lights off. Can we say one thing before? And and we're gonna have you guys have out your closing statements. Tag your Instagrams, everything nice. you guys are doing, events you got coming up, all that good stuff. On behalf of me and my very sexy, 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 sexy other host, Tiny Thickle. She what free. Talking about she texting her lawyer. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> Bitches, you gonna make it next week? What the fuck? I can't talk about before they um But on behalf of me and 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 Miss Miss Jailbird down there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on behalf of me and her, we personally thank you and the tribe for welcoming us. Tribe. And we want to turn it over to you. Wait, I'm gonna do it. Try it. Heard that button since the beginning of the show. They where you been? <laughs> Nowhere. Okay. So we're gonna turn over to you guys and just tag yeah. your Instagram. So, your so real quick all before that. we make our closing statements, you know, before we have everybody running around here thinking that we just some egotistical assholes like they would have you believe. Um, <gasps> <Never>. <laughs> clearly, we are very accessible. These are God's down angels. to earth, and at least attempted to be humble. Y'all humble? Oh, okay. Y'all cool. pretty humble yeah. to be New York niggas. I'm just saying. I'd have met some non-humble people. Yeah, because I didn't think that we were running around here like. Nah, y'all, y'all, y'all confidence went through the roof. Like, oh, okay. it, it, actually, I'm surprised y'all don't act like that. But, I'm shocked. Okay, cool, cool. I just had to say that. But in the same, in the same sense, to talk about shit like we've been busting our ass, like you said, for the last ten years, uh, two years, two years in Chicago. Going that's a three. fact, though. And um, you know. Shout out to Collab for opening their doors uh, to us since Try. April. Tribe. Uh, Try. Shout out to Collab for opening Collab. Collab. You know, shout out to Collab for opening their doors to us uh, since April. Um, and since we've been able to uh, 
have a space um, outside of the tribe house and work the way we've been working um, on it. It's, it's like a great pleasure to say like, first, like on, on any type of uh, podcast or any type of outlet, media outlet, like me and my brother have finally um, become business owners. Come on. Um, So, you know, sitting there building us up as we're trying to build you up as well. Still sharp and still, you know what I'm saying? So let's keep doing this. Let's keep getting bigger, man, you know what I'm saying? Tribe? Tribe. Yeah, so, you know, what we're, what we're attempting to create. I was saying- Right, your Instagram issue. I barely ever say this on, ever on any type of uh, anything, but my Instagram is Derek Wealthy Soul, that's D-E-R-I-K underscore Wealthy Soul. Or you can just follow the Wealthy Soul Tribe page or the Soul Tribe page for all of our updates and stuff. And if you're trying to collab, um, as we're saying, we're, we're building up, we're moving to another level. Bring some corporate shit to us. Bring something that's gonna sit there and expand our demography. Um, bring something to us that's not normal, that's different, groundbreaking. And, uh, Let's continue to build the work. Try? Try. Yeah, so what we're attempting, you know, uh, our intentions for the tribe is something like uh, an updated version of Wu-Tang, just to give people an idea, like what if Wu-Tang had stayed together and kept recruiting and cranking out all of these legendary artists that we have now, you know what I'm saying? Nobody, nobody in, in Wu-Tang owns the rights to another's music or anything like that. They're all their own individual entity. However, they came together collectively to make it out of Staten Island, and that's what I want for Chicago. I want niggas from the west side to fuck with niggas over east and niggas out south to fuck with niggas up north and shit like that. So that's our intentions for the city, is to bring y'all together, make y'all work together, creatives help with creatives, still sharpening still, we all make it out this bitch one way or another. Right. Okay, just to check the room since y'all got all types of niggas in here. You from the South Side. What's up? Hey, oh, okay, we on 47. I expected that. What's that? Yo! Y'all didn't come this far. All right, cool. I, I, I'm sure when we move into our new space, a lot of more West Side niggas gonna be in there. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm looking forward to it because the West Side niggas are really creative, man. This ain't no old hundred busy. Yeah. Cause look, I ain't gonna lie, I love little folks. Hey. I love little folks. <laughs> hey, real quick, my uh, my IG is Tunde T T U N D E underscore T. Y'all can follow me. And we have reached the end of the Pussy Power Podcast. So thank you all of you for listening. I know y'all probably want to hear music and all this other great shit. So we're going to get to it. And we're going to party. We're going to get on with this fucking show. So thank you guys for joining us. DJ, thank you, Selfie in front of the pussy.